From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, September 9th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In March, I shared the story in my State of the Union address. The story of the field of dreams in the middle of Ohio, where America's future will be built. President Joe Biden visited Central Ohio today for the ceremonial groundbreaking at Intel's multi-billion dollar computer chip making operations site in the Columbus suburb of New Albany. Ohio native and U.S. Deputy Commerce Secretary Don Graves says it's important for this plant to be located in the Buckeye State. The industry, they are being wooed away by our competitors. The Chinese have spent about $150 billion over the last several years to try and attract some of these companies to build in China. Our partners and and allies are doing the same thing in Europe and across Asia. The so-called mega site will take up nearly a thousand acres in Licking County and is expected to bring thousands of jobs to the area. Governor Mike DeWine is calling this project the single largest investment in Ohio history. The Toledo sports community is in mourning after a youth basketball coach was shot and killed Wednesday night. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. 27-year-old Melvin Thomas was killed in a triple shooting in North Toledo at the intersection of Elm and Hudson. Thomas created a program called Focus Ed at Toledo Christian, his alma mater, to help train young athletes to keep their head in the game and off the streets. Now his friends are feeling the void Thomas leaves behind, one less positive influence for the kids. You don't have to be in the streets to have a name or anything. You know, you can kind of just do what you need to do without all that. He wasn't just one of those guys that talk about it. He actually put action, you know, behind his words. Toledo police are still searching for the shooter and Thomas's death. I'm Amanda Fay. A sergeant with the Maumee Police Department has ties to far-right extremist organization, the Oath Keepers. That's according to a report issued by the Anti-Defamation League. Greg Westrick has worked for the department for more than 20 years. His name and other personal information appear on a data dump released last September. The Anti-Defamation League sifted through 38,000 names of people who paid for membership in the anti-government group at some point and released a report earlier this week showing over 600 members nationwide work in law enforcement as first responders, our military members, and elected officials. The Oath Keepers were among the groups who participated in the January 6th U.S. Capitol riots. Columbus police announced the agency will not serve warrants at night. ONN's Lacey Crisp reports. Columbus Police Chief Elaine Bryan sent out a memo to the division saying effective immediately no pre-planned misdemeanor arrest warrants will be served in homes from the hours of 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. Now she says this does not include specialty units like intact SWAT or task force personnel. And while Bryan does not mention in the memo Donovan Lewis's name, this is the type of warrant that CPD was serving when he was fatally shot. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. 20-year-old Donovan Lewis was shot and killed in his home by Columbus police on August 30th as officers were attempting to serve a warrant overnight. His funeral is tomorrow in Columbus. The inspector general in Columbus will investigate three recent police-involved shootings. More from ONN's Brittany Bailey. These will be strictly administrative investigations, not criminal investigations. The Civilian Police Review Board's policy is that any administrative investigations must be filed within 90 days of the incident. Now, here are the three cases that will be reviewed. They happened August 22nd, 27th, and 30th. On August 22nd, an officer fired shots after responding to a report of a disturbance. No one was hit. Then... 
Five days later, an officer shot a 17-year-old as he tried to run from a vehicle after a traffic stop. That teen survived. And three days later, Donovan Lewis was killed after being shot by an officer serving a search warrant. I'm Brittany Bailey. An alleged peeping Tom has been arrested in southwest Ohio with the help of the Internet. ONN's Steve Vaughn has the story. The Butler County Sheriff's Office earlier this week posted a video of the suspect looking into the windows from the front porch of a home in the Four Bridges area of Liberty Township. It didn't take long for the public to respond. The Sheriff's Office received at least 25 tips, identifying the man as 36-year-old Kevin Michael Ayers of Hamilton. Ayers is a registered sex offender with previous convictions for voyeurism. Sheriff Richard Jones says this could have escalated into something much more severe. Steve Vaughn. ONN. In Northeast Ohio, at least 20 students at the College of Worcester have reported being bitten by bats since returning to school. ONN's Carmen Blackwell in Cleveland has more. Bats aren't unusual for the area, but bat bitings have never happened at Worcester College. And just within the last week, there were six bats found on campus that were brought into the Wayne County Health Department. Good news is none of the students have tested positive for rabies and have had no symptoms. The cases span across two locations, a dorm on the college campus and a private residence near the college. The school has installed window screens and made other improvements to keep bats out of buildings. The Ohio Department of Health reported more than 21,000 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday, down more than 3,000 from last week. Hospitalizations are down by 71. ODH Director Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff says the new boosters help fight off various variants, but he says there's concern over another virus this winter with more things happening in person and unmasked. The chance for the flu to make a big comeback is very real. I would highly recommend fall flu shots and encourage everyone to stay up to date with their COVID-19 vaccine series. This is particularly important for Ohioans who are most vulnerable. There are more than 6.2 million Ohioans with the first two doses of the COVID vaccine. Only 3.2 million people in the state have a third or booster shot. Jeep will start selling two fully electric SUVs in North America and another one in Europe over the next two years. But it's raising concerns with the United Auto Workers in Toledo. ONN's Dave James reports. The new EVs are part of a plan to convert half of its U.S. sales and all of its European sales to battery electric vehicles by 2030. But UAW Local 12 President Bruce Baumhauer says he fears it could result in thousands of job losses. He says there are plants that build exhaust systems, radiators, and other components that won't be needed. Baumhauer says he wants Toledo, which has a large Jeep plant, to invest in bringing companies to the city that make batteries and other components used in electric vehicles. Dave James, ONN News. Sunday marks 21 years since 9-11, and ONN's Andrew Kinsey says it is again being commemorated at Ohio's State House. The State House lawn is aligned with nearly 3,000 flags in honor of all the lives lost on that day back in 2001. And it is designed to show from above the World Trade Center towers with a space in the shape of a Pentagon and an open strip representing the field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, where United Airlines Flight 93 crashed. The flags will be in place until noon Tuesday. I'm Andrew Kinsey. And a fall favorite is officially being added to the dictionary. Merriam-Webster tweeted about its edition of Pumpkin Spice. The fall spice joins 370 new words and phrases being added to the dictionary. Other new entries include plant-based, shrinkflation, oat milk, and subvariant. 
special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 